What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand Podcast. Now, as we all know, you know, there's about a month left until training camp. Things are a little bit quiet as of now. Not too, too much to talk about. But for today's episode, you know, if you follow me, you know that I've been doing these YouTube videos in the off season where I go out and I interview some Laker fans. And in my most recent one, I actually went to the Gary Grant Sports Center and I interviewed some guys who were playing in the league over there. A lot of them are very knowledgeable basketball fans. A lot of them uh, play in the G League um, or are going to be playing in the G League, play overseas. So they're very, very knowledgeable in their basketball. And in particular, of course, being in Los Angeles, they're Laker basketball. And in doing so in these recent interviews, I actually had some interesting answers that I thought it would be kind of just cool to talk about on tonight's podcast. So, of course, I am Laker Hand. I'm joined by my favorite co-host, the one, the only Laker Dad. Dad, now, as you watch this video, because it came out today, you were saying, you know, some of these answers were a little bit uh, things that you just didn't really expect. You know, we talked a lot about starting lineups. We talked a lot about, you know, whether Anthony Davis should be the starting center or come off um, at the four or start at the four. And the answers kind of surprised you. Yeah, Hannah, I think that's true. I was surprised and interested enough that I thought maybe we should talk about some of these things tonight. Let's start off talking about some surprising answers about Dwight Howard. Yeah, so, you know, I asked one of the questions. It was, you know, should Anthony Davis start at the five or the four? Almost the majority of everyone really said he should start at the four. Now, if he plays more minutes at the five, you know, so be it, and that's fine. But to start, a lot of them felt like Dwight Howard needed to be in that starting lineup as their starting five. They felt that because AD is able to stretch the floor, they need Dwight's toughness, they need his ability to, you know, block shots and to really be kind of a dynamic force in the paint. Dad, do you agree with this claim, what the guys were saying, that, that Dwight Howard needs to be the Lakers' starting five this this season because I think we were kind of assuming that if Marc Gasol comes back to Lakers and now there are some question marks as to whether or not he will be returning this next season, but I think we kind of felt that he would be in the starting lineup, but the guys were very, very you know adamant that no, it had to be Dwight Howard. Is this something that you agree with? Hannah, I was surprised by that. I've thought a lot about this subject in the last few weeks. You know, look, I'm very excited Dwight Howard is back with the team. I'm, I'm, I think he's going to make a major contribution this year. But I've come to the conclusion, I and I don't think it's going to happen, but I'd like to see Anthony Davis starting at the five. And I'll tell you why. I think Anthony Davis should be a better three-point shooter than he showed last year. I love Anthony Davis's form. You know, he's got a great touch. He's got a great, you know, look to his outside shooting. And he can stretch the floor. And I think that's what this Lakers need from the, from the five. You know, when you have Russell Westbrook and, and LeBron James attacking the paint, it seems to me that the last thing you really want is a guy in the middle who plays under the basket, which would keep, of course, the opposing team's center under the basket. If Anthony Davis is in there, he's going to be on the outside. He's going to draw the opposing center out there. And it seems like it would open up the lane. What do you think, Hannah? You know, here's the thing. I kind of go back and forth about this. Now, obviously, I want Anthony Davis to, and I think he will, be playing more minutes at the five. But in terms of starting, I don't know. I mean, after hearing some of the reasoning from from the guys the other day, you know, I feel like maybe Dwight Howard starting at the five and AD starting at the four is maybe a better option just because, you know, I do get a little bit concerned that the Lakers may be a little bit small in that starting lineup if AD is the, the center. Now, I do think that AD should play more minutes at that five. 
five this season than maybe he did in the past season if he's able to stay healthy. Uh, knock on wood, obviously. But I think, I don't know, I'm, I'm just kind of leaning towards in the starting lineup, we have him start at the four. You know, Hannah, it's a tough call. I, I, I understand, you know, two years ago we had JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard. Both those guys were sort of under-the-basket players. And, uh, you know, it worked pretty well. But, you know, again, Russell Westbrook is one of those guys who really attacks the paint or attacks the rim. And if you've got, you know, your big center in the lane and you've got, obviously, the other team's center in the lane guarding your center, I'm not sure it opens things up enough. I, I kind of feel like a stretch five is important. But, uh, you know, now, if, if Anthony Davis doesn't start, um, you know, again, I expected to see Marc Gasol uh, starting at the five because, he again, he can stretch the floor for the exact reason I just mentioned about Anthony Davis. But I don't know. I, Hannah, I, I just don't know. I'm really looking forward to Dwight Howard. I, I do want him to play a prominent role on the team this year. But, you know, just I've thought about it. My sense is I'd like to see Anthony Davis start at the five, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to happen either. I think Dwight or if Marcus Gasol does come back, he's going to be um, getting that starting nod. But I do think AD will be playing many more minutes um, at the five this season uh, because, again, he promised Russell Westbrook that he would. That was kind of one of the, the conversations that they had when they met before uh, Russell, you know, kind of, I don't want to say demanded the trade to LA, but we all probably know he pretty much probably demanded a trade to LA. So, you know, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. But now another point that the guys were making was talking a little bit about who's going to be that starting shooting guard. And they mentioned a name that, you know, we hadn't really thought of. A lot of the guys felt that THT should be the Lakers' starting shooting guard. Now, I already know what you're going to say. You're going to say, THT is not a good enough three-point shooter. We need, you know, a wing player who's going to be able to be lethal from three-point range. But, you know, I think THT, their reasoning was that he's younger. They want to continue to develop the, the younger players. He has a lot of promise. He's a very, very, you know, dimensional, multi-dimensional player, can do so, so much. So that was kind of their reasoning by it. And they wanted to keep the, obviously, it's a little bit of, a, of an older veteran starting lineup. They wanted to add some youth and some, some young guy in there. And so do you agree with this or do you think it just he's just not a good enough three-point shooter? You know, Hannah, again, uh, it'll be interesting to th- see, you know, what, THT looks like when he comes back after a long off season, see what he's developed. Maybe he's developed his shot and maybe he'll be good, but I don't think so. You know, I I believe, as I've said in the last podcast, the starting shooting guard has to be the, you know, the best or one of the best three point shooters on the team. You know, it's just imperative with the other guys in the starting lineup, especially if you're going to start one of the big centers, you got to have a great three-point shooter out there. And at least last year, THT only shot 29% from three-point range. That's not going to get it done. But, you know, obviously the Lakers are, are, are excited about him. And it's, it's just the dilemma is on a team that's so laden with veterans that wants to win a title, you know, can you afford to sort of bring THT along, you know, slowly? And can, can you have him start and make some mistakes? You know, because, you know, he had a lot to improve on last year. Yeah, to be honest with you, I, I agree with your reasoning. I think that we need to have a guy in there who, who's a lethal three-point shooter. So whether that's, you know, Kent Bazemore, especially for de- defensive purposes, or even Wayne Ellington, which was another guy that a couple guys also mentioned could be a good fit. Again, because he's really good from three-point range. I think that's a better fit. Um, but I was definitely surprised because, you know, they were very, very gung-ho on THT. Felt that, nope, he was the right guy for that starting lineup. And again, these are guys who, you know, not 
not only, um, you know, play basketball, but are also friends with a lot of the players. I mean, they were saying they were, they were working out with THT the other day. They were working out with, you know, Darren Collison, Isaiah Thomas. So, you know, they, they know they got a little bit of behind the scoop, um, behind the scenes kind of you know, maybe things that we don't quite know. So who's, you know, who knows really THT at the end of the day, I think is going to be getting some minutes if he continues to develop and improve like he has the last couple seasons. I think obviously the Lakers feel he has a lot of promise and they really, really feel like, you know, he could have a big future with this purple and gold team. So we're just going to kind of have to wait and see. Now, the last point I want to run by you is, of course, I had to ask them with the remainder roster spots who they wanted to see the Lakers go and get. And almost everybody said Isaiah Thomas. Now, we've talked, you know, pretty endlessly, honestly, about this, that, you know, yes, Isaiah Thomas at one point in time had a good career. He was a good player. But now, you know, he struggled with that hip injury. He hasn't been able to come back. He's been, you know, pretty much in and out of the league. He's really a really small, small guy. We didn't think it was necessarily our number one choice, but... When I went and interviewed these guys, they felt Isaiah Thomas was, again, they had been working out with him. They felt that he was healthy, he was ready to go, and that it was pretty much a lock that he would be joining the Los Angeles Lakers this season. Yeah, again, Hannah, just another one of the surprising answers we got. I was surprised about the, you know, the passion for Dwight Howard starting. I was surprised about the passion for THT starting at the shooting guard position. And I was surprised about uh, about Isaiah Thomas again uh, you know, he hasn't been really healthy and, and, and well for four or five years now. Now, again, there's been some whispers this summer. He, you know, he was in a Pan American game where I think he scored or a Pro-Am game where he scored 81 points not long ago. You know, maybe he's found the fountain of youth. Maybe he's finally gotten healthy. But I, you know, tell one of the guys talked about Darren Collison. Why don't you tell everybody what he said? Yeah, because I had also asked um, about Darren Collison. I had mentioned, you know, the three guys that were kind of being thrown out there, which was obviously um, Isaiah Thomas, Pat Beverly, if he gets bought out, and then Darren Collison. And one of the guys said Darren Collison is, is you know, ready to go. He worked out with him just, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Because I had asked, you know, if, if Darren Collison, would you be concerned because he hasn't been in the league in a couple of years? And he said, no, he's, he's ready to go. Um, and he's been training really hard. And so that guy felt pretty strong about Darren Collison, which for me personally, he's definitely my first choice. But there was kind of that question mark as to whether or not he would be, you know, in season shape because he has been out of the league for a couple of years. But, you know, the guys were saying, you know, he, he's ready to go. They've worked out with him. He's been training really hard, been, you know, training like he's getting ready to go back in the league. So that could be another option. That, and that's one that I'm very, very excited about. Yeah, I got to tell you, Hannah, he was my choice too among those various players who the Lakers have been linked to. You know, there is a question. He's been out of the league for two years. The Lakers were, you know, apparently desperately trying to get him back over the last couple of years. It didn't work out. But now two years removed from, uh, I think two years removed from his retirement, you know, it, it, he may be ready to come back. And I, I was impressed with what this guy had to say. First of all, this guy you interviewed looked like a very knowledgeable basketball guy. And, uh, you know, he said he worked out with Darren Collison a couple weeks ago and he looked really, really good. So, you know, it's a possibility. Yeah, you know, we're just going to kind of have to wait and see. Obviously, there are so many different ways these lineups can go. The Lakers have such a deep roster. One of the biggest question marks really is just how Frank Vogel is going to be able to, you know, balance these minutes. Because truly, and you know, and I do believe that there will be a lot of lineup changes as the season progresses. I think maybe who starts on opening night is definitely not going to be starting, um, you know, midway through the season and maybe not. And once the playoffs start, you know, think, I think things are definitely going to be changing and rotating. But it's definitely going to be very interesting to see. But I do love doing these, these interviews 
things and asking fans, especially guys who are very knowledgeable and kind of have uh, the inside scoop because it's interesting to hear everyone's take because everyone kind of has a little bit of, you know, a different reasoning to why they believe one guy should start or the other over the other or why the La- they think one guy would be a better fit with the Lakers. So really love doing it. I'm actually going to be filming another one of these videos um, at the 3rd Street Promenade in Santa Monica this Friday around 12 o'clock. So if you were in the area and you are a passionate Laker fan, uh, make sure to come through and I would love to have you on my video. So I think that is going to be it for today's show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. If you would like to uh, let me know what you think about this episode, let me know who you think should be in the Lakers starting five. Uh, let me know who you think the Lakers should get at those remainder roster spots. You can, of course, tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. Or, of course, message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.